Good day, folks, and welcome back to a brand new series of the Charged Up Bolts podcast, season four. Can you believe it? When we first started out back in 2020, we had a brand new rookie by the name of Justin Herbert about to light it up in the NFL. Well, here we go. Herbert on his 54th play caller, his 53rd playbook. Kellen Moore is going to be the saviour. Of the Chargers, we're going to the Super Bowl, we're sweeping the Chiefs. How are we all doing? Elliot Bermudez in Chargers gear. What the hell's going on? New season, new Bez, you know. <laughs> I felt like I finally had to do it. And I went, you put you made me be bad. Um, <laughs> oh look, dogs, dogs even offended. The dogs even offended that I'm wearing Chargers. It's like they, don't, they don't know what to do. Show. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I, you bankrupted me with all my fines. So I decided that I would stick it on just for you. Brilliant, brilliant. How's your summer been? Yeah, it's been nice not thinking about sport. You know, I'm just I had just d- disappointed with all the teams. So it's good that my teams won the World Cup. Both nations in the final are, are, are my <laughs> heritage. So you know, I get the women's World Cup tick, but um, yeah, it's, it's been nice. Looking forward to getting away to Turkey next week, but uh, I'm ready for Chargers football, really. Well, the last time me and you uh, met up was for Sheffield Wednesday's playoff win against Barnsley at Wembley. It's all been downhill since there. You expect uh, nothing less. We peaked too soon, didn't we? Speaking of poor soccer teams, we'll go just across the water to the north and uh, Dan King, who's not wearing a really bright hat. How's it going, Dan? No, not I, no need for a really bright hat when I've got bright pink hair. Yeah, fair play, mate. Fair play. <laughs> but yeah, things are good. Things are good. Just how's your summer been? What have you been up to? Melting. Oh, come on. Mostly melting. Uh, yeah. I've done a little bit of melting and then a bit more melting, um, and a lot of work. You know, Stand, nothing, nothing too crazy here. Well, somebody's just, just plodding along, waiting for this season to start. Got to, got to pay the bills somehow, buddy. Exactly. Speaking of heat, they don't exist. Well, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of heat, there's a man. He's in the middle of the desert and he's been cooking on the golf course by the by the looks of his tan. How's it going, John? Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Um, I uh, it's 105 degrees at the hottest time of the day here, so that's pretty hot. But you know, if you get in early enough for your round, you can be done before it gets past 90. So you know, not too bad out here. Um, but yeah, just excited to be talking football again. I feel like there's just been such a downtime. And as, as a, I see the Padres hat, which you're feeling the same fate as me as an Angels fan, a lot of expectations, massive payroll, and just so uh, just baseball was dead. To, careers. Right? Baseball was dead to me by June. So I really had nothing else to look forward to. Uh, you know, U.S. women's national team, you know, crapped out. So. They got a raise and then they stopped playing. So just pretty much the oldest story in sports. You know, once you once you get your paycheck, you're like, ah, I'm done. I got my paycheck. So uh, they lost. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is, you know. So football here, I can focus my energy on something I care about and love. Uh, so I'm really excited to be talking football with you guys. I really did miss you guys. Yeah, ditto. I mean, I'm like Bez. I, you know, there's a lot goes on. Obviously, soccer starts and then it gets to about sort of, quarter to nine in the evening and then the, the night's drawing in which means pre-season's here for the NFL and now I'm getting super excited um, and I think that's where we should we should start having a, a quick look back at last week Elijah Dotson woohoo 
Okay, you know, we, have we got a running game, John? Have we got a running game under Kellamore over 200 yards on the ground? I mean, it's preseason, and let's be honest, guys are running games always look better in the preseason, in my opinion, because one, you're generally playing with your backups who are running with something to prove. And then two, you're going against usually second, third string defenders, guys who are not technically skilled or guys who are getting reps at positions that they haven't played in the NFL before. So holes are bigger, tackles are missed, it's sloppy, assignments are blown. So, you know, I just think it's hard for me to get too excited. Although, you know, it, it was a spark. It was nice to see a spark there. Um, you also had, uh, you know, our two actual running backs, Kelly and Spiller, uh, I should say back number two running backs, both of them creeping around that five yards, six yards of carry area, uh, in their opportunities. And again, don't get too excited. It's preseason, but it's good to see them running with some purpose and getting some usage specifically Spiller, um, you know, had injury issues, uh, which really derailed that season last year. And I think, uh, you know, being able to come into camp healthy and be able to participate, uh, you know, is, is a big deal for him. So I'll be interested to see. Obviously, Eckler's the man. He's he's our RB1. He's going to be the guy out there. But we're going to need that strong running back, too. We're going to need somebody to kind of lead us, you know, between the tackles. So it'll be interesting to see kind of who picks up the reins there between those two. Yeah, obviously, Chargers uh, waved uh, Larry Roundtree earlier in uh, – uh, was it Monday, I think it was? So he's gone. Yeah. And clearly, you know, the uh, the the head coach, which in my opinion, I, I know, I'm going to steal Bez's thunder here. The head coach is arguably, and the RGM, Tom Telesco, arguably on the hottest seat in football right now, based on the roster that we've got and the money that's being paid. Um, so the coach is not messing about. If if you're not up to, if you're not up to the uh, job, it's it's adios. Um, and that's certainly going to be the trend going forward. Clearly, the Chargers are going to get down to 53-man roster, like everybody else in the league. I mean, Dan, um, what's your thoughts so far on what you've seen during uh, training camp um, and obviously the preseason win over the Rams last week? Well, just, just to jump back to the running backs for a second there, Spiller also had, what was it, 70 yards, 71 yards yep. pulled back that would have obviously massively affected his average as well. He looked mm -hmm. like he'd got some speed, not not as much speed as, say, Dotson, who was just like, pow, gone. Gone. Or Darius Davis. Juice. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, the, like, he, he pulled that in. He had a nice couple of seconds to just go, yeah, I'm going to go this way. And then he was off, and he was gone. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a good point. I actually love the way he just he just he just spent two seconds. It must have felt like a lifetime to him, but just to have that pause and actually read what was going on, uh, you know, downfield was was pretty amazing. But yeah, anything else caught your eye in in training camp or that other the, the preseason game? Well, I mean, there's there's one thing that um, I guess I caught that um, was the. Our number one receiver, our number, our first round pick, didn't catch um, oh, yeah, all was... of his targets. That was kind of disheartening. Like he caught the Ouch. one in the red zone, fine, um, but yeah, and he he came off those drops to catch the one in the red zone. So you know, maybe it's just nerves. Who knows? It's his first first game. Not like it's um, was it Okoye's first game ever? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's that's something worth um worth yeah. shouting about as well. I mean, the guy's first ever 
NFL game or American football game at all, ever. And he gets really? a sack. It's just absolutely wild. Um, yeah, and uh, as for just in general, I'm hopeful that like this offense, just even in the, the preseason game, just seemed more interesting than what we've had under Lombardi for a little while. And yeah, it's going to seem interesting because it's new to us, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. What about you, Bez? I'm in my happy place because last year I told you this on the show about this time last year, I was over giddy. We were all excited. Expectations were through the roof and you knew the only place it could go is down. Whereas this year, you know, I'm completely pessimistic. The head, head coach and GM, as you are, you said, are rightly uh, on the hot seat. Our first round picks dropping balls left, right and centre. So, you know, I'm pessimistic, which I that's where I want to be because as a sports fan, I'm used to that. And I like the feeling of having my expectations blown out of the water more than live when you, they live up to expectations. So Chargers fans should be excited that, you know, it was nice that QJ bounced back. And caught that end zone pass. And by the way, what a throw by Easton Stick. He yeah, had himself a game. Good. Yeah. You know, maybe may making a play there and uh, for the roster and, and, and the backup role, because obviously we've lost. Is it Chase Daniels that we've lost now? Yeah, so, we've lost him. Yeah. yeah. But there's a vacuous I mean, space underneath Herbert. Yeah. We had Dugan, though. We, we drafted Dugan. He's a winner from TCU. Come on, guys. You graded well, him an F, John. <laughs> and I said it was and an he was, A. <laughs> he was a true. Did you see him? He looks so bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's just, just there to be a roommate for the other two guys, you know? Yeah, but is he going to take a roster spot? Like, you know, he is because they're all going to take three. So he'll uh, be on the roster and he'll what? play no stuff. No, he doesn't, he doesn't have to. Does hey, he? Maybe he, we'll he, take four running backs. He, he doesn't have to. He, he can, he can he, as long as uh, Daniel or um, uh, Herbert, God forbid, are not able to play, we can we can bring a player in. Uh, did that rule get approved? Signed. I'm sure it did. Yes. I, I don't. I don't know if that. We have to look into that. I don't know if the third QB rule is. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've read it. TV VAR, review. Go back to VAR. We'll have to get back to you. <laughs> Comment section, right. please. Don't at me well, on Twitter. Yeah, do. I, do I, I have something to do, guys. <gasps> He's eating a hat. I'm eating a hat. Okay, guys. I have been an Austin Stick denier for the entire time we've had him. I thought he was a waste of space. They shouldn't keep him on the roster. Why are they keeping him around? Why are they giving him any money? Like, just no. He looked real good. Like, I guess preseason, right? And, and my expectations are low for him already. Maybe I'm taking the Bez approach to this. My expectations were super low. But he looked legit like an actual NFL QB. in the like, He threw some darts. He had awareness. Like, I don't know what Kellen Moore brought with him, but he made Easton Stick look good. And that was surprising to me. And that gives me hope because I was real worried about the quarterback depth, especially when they got Dugan in. Like I was thinking, okay, we'll, we'll sign a veteran, right, who plays second or third string veteran to kind of keep around, whatever. That way we don't have to use stick. Uh, they have to use stick if something happens to Herbert. They have no other options. I mean, unless Keenan Allen's going to come in and start throwing passes, I don't know. But, like, I, I, I am less worried about that after that one game, now it's one game, one preseason game. We'll have to see how the rest go. But 
I have been really, really impressed with Easton Stick, and I have to eat my hat because I was like, get rid of him. He's bum, waste of space. This is atrocious. This is a horrible thing for us to keep on the. <laughs> and he was good. Uh, so I, I'm eating my hat, and congratulations, Easton Stick, for taking five years to look like an actual <laughs> NFL quarterback. We all uh, develop so, on a different curve, John. Right, I, we do, and you know what? Congrats to him. Uh, the other thing I want to point out that has got me really excited about this offense is the thought that we might actually move some of our best players into positions where they can do exceptional things. And I'm talking about Keenan Allen, Allen. not being handcuffed to the slot. slot Look, yeah. Keenan Allen in the slot is amazing. Don't get me wrong. He's an awesome asset if you need five or six yards, right? But Keenan Allen being able to cook on the outside is just – because, I mean, he can make – he can break somebody's ankles on the inside, but – all of his routes are going to be capped because he's going to have a linebacker right there or the safety is right over the top. Like he's going to cap what, cause he can't take the ball and run really, you know, and be gone with it. I've seen some clips of him in, in the preseason, including one today versus the saints in the joint practice where he cooked the CB with an awesome little fake stutter step move and, 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 and route fake and just blew right by him. And it, and you could just see people going, man, that's not fair. That's not fair. Having to try to cover him. Right. So having him on the outside and giving him the ability to really get upfield, I think is going to be awesome. I just, I'm very excited for that. So, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of high praise right now for the offense. Yeah. I'm looking for, oh, by the way, before we go on, um, VAR has, has actually come back. We've, we've got a decision. Okay. The emergency ruling stands. So each team can field an emergency quarterback on game days. It will not count against the team's four to six man active roster. So Mr. Dugan, when he's obviously he can play, it can he, happen. He yeah, he's he, he's he's in the is it is in the he's in the bleachers until he's needed, and God forbid that Stick or Herbert gets injured, and we have to bring him in. Because you know we'll be we'll be it's running like, RPO one hundred percent. We'll be running RPO. Well, <laughs> you, you you say this, but you know what? Brock Purdy is on my is on my sleeper roster because he came out of nowhere. He is the Dugan of the 49ers. And by the way, while we were mentioning Yeah, the but Brock Purdy is a better actual quarterback. <laughs> Dugan, it's it's like Tim Tebow. It's like Dugan oh. is like Tim Tebow. He's a winner. And yeah, he can do some some interesting things under pressure, but like ultimately, he's not a good quarterback. Tim Tebow did win a playoff game. Do not forget this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone Speaking, remembers the the, pa- the hand of God pass. Speaking of Tim Tebow, someone of his generation is now on Netflix. Johnny Manziel, I refuse to watch that nonsense. Oh my god, I, I, it was I, awesome. I, I, I refuse. It to was watch awesome. That. I watched it. It was great. It was basically, hey, you know what I think? I think Johnny Manziel's a douchebag. And then you watch it and go, yep, he's definitely a douchebag. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Like, yeah. I, I respect that he's like owning it, but like. He's a douchebag. He's just like a party boy douchebag. And he's what everybody hates because it, it's not that I hate him for being a party boy. You know, you do you, right? It's not that I hate him for like, you know, what he did and said. And all. Yeah. I just hate the fact that like he was given these God-given gifts and abilities. Mm-hmm. And he just – and like most people would just like run – would kill their neighbor if that meant they could get his abilities. Yeah. And if they got his abilities, they would work – harder than anybody else in their life to make sure that they maximize it. He gets to these abilities and he's like, nah, fuck it. I want to party. <laughs> so like, it just, I think just that is what it's infuriating. And he's uh, like, I, I don't know. He yeah, owns I, it, but he's not remorseful. You know, no, he's like, got enough money in the bank not to be remorseful. 
this is quite interesting because I was I was chatting to a uh, um, a supplier today where we we're, we're talking about sport in general what, and what kind of supplier? What kind of story is this? Legal furniture, oh. office furniture. Oh, and we, we were talking furniture. about furniture. We, we, yeah, we were <laughs> sustainable furniture. We were talking about um, you know personalities in, in sport and and how certain head coaches will look for the right personality in addition to quality on the actual uh, uh, day of, of a game. And I think that that's where, and I said, the LA Chargers, they generally don't go and sign people that are going to go out partying or holding up banks or drink driving or, in the case of Aaron Hernandez, actually killing somebody, you know. Um, and and I think when you actually look at what's gone on in the fast, past few years with, with certain players, Antonio Brown, We've got enough distractions as it is with injuries and, and toe turf and, and everything else. We don't need that sort of distraction. Um, but this is my sort of uh, segue to the next point. Here we are again in August, sort of excited. We've got all the pieces that we think we need to go on a long run, post-season uh, post football. You know, I want to talk about the head coach, Brandon Staley. I'm going to give him a bit of praise. You three might not want to, but he went away in the off-season. He spoke to some other coaches from other sports and actually reflected on his time at the Chargers and obviously what happened last season. And I think that says to me that he knows, he obviously got it wrong, it's all on his shoulders, but he's willing to learn and develop. And For me, that is a massive step forward. So, for Brandon, look... We'll, we'll, we'll be sitting here in eight weeks and we'll we'll know where we're at when, when it's week six of the, of the NFL season. But for here and now, for him to actually go, do you know what? I, I need to do a self-assessment, a self-appraisal yeah. in order to take this team forward. And that's a sign of a good leader. But well, there's, there's a caveat. Hang on. There's well, a caveat. No, there's, there's a caveat. Ultimately, we've got to walk the walk. That's the thing because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts uh, this week, and and no one's outside of the building. No one's really buying to the charges because it's the same old charges, and that's going to be the difficulty for uh, Coach Staley is to take that next step. Go on, Bess. I think we owe a lot of people an apology because we all got very excited about Mr. Defensive Guru Staley himself coming over, and a few people said on Twitter, "He's done nothing. He's inexperienced. What's he achieved? And he's getting a GM job." I don't want my GM using his time and Herbert's career, very valuable period of Herbert's career, to learn how to actually coach a football team. And 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 unless the thing is, is is a lot of new first-time GMs find find it out. They work out how to get good in year three. So this is ultimately the year. And I don't care what he's learned. I don't care who's talked to. I don't care if he went up a Tibetan mountain and found a monk. Right? <laughs> Not interested. Just get a decent D and deliver me a ring or disappear, please. I'll straight talking, Bez. <laughs> well, I'm interested if you found a monk, though. That, like, this sounds like there's a story here. Like, <laughs> put that on Netflix. I'd watch Forget that. Johnny Mansell. <laughs> Uh, can I? I'm going I'm to derail Woz's point here and say that we've missed the, the, the last season has ended up being the most disappointing NFL season in history for me. And one thing is the icing on the cake recently 
in that we could have seen the 49ers in a Super Bowl with Philip Rivers <laughs> under oh, center. Oh, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> interesting. I'm, I'm devastated. Could you imagine that, if he got that? I would have bought a Rivers 49er jersey for that. Yeah. Yes. I really would have. And it would be fitting for it would be so fitting for Rivers to win a Super Bowl with somebody other than the Chargers. It would be so (laughs) fitting. It would just sum sum this franchise up, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. But uh, yeah, back back to Brandon Staley. What's what's your thoughts, Dan? Are you are you in the glass half full mentality or glass half empty? Glass half full. It's it's the wrong time of season to be glass half empty. Like he's yeah, he had his mistakes last year. So what? Like, it's a new season. It's a new season. He's got new staff under him uh, with Kellen Moore. Yeah, he's still working in the the constraints of the Tom Telesco era, which I'm not necessarily a fan of. But I'm like, I'm I'm glass half full here. Like, let let the guy have another year, see how we get on. I mean, it, we we might be talking very differently in like six weeks' time because we don't have necessarily an, an easy start to the season. But um, I'm, I mean, I'm keen to see how he gets on. What's your take, John, on Coach Staley at this moment? In time? Um, my take is that my glass is just like his defense, half full. Um, I want it to be full, but when that, I get to that, that second, good. when I get to that second half, there's nothing there. So I just, I, I. <sighs> He has done nothing to make me think he actually is some sort of defensive guru. So I don't know if it needs if his defense needs specific players to do specific things, otherwise it doesn't work. In my opinion, that's not a good defense. All right. A good defense is one that can work even if you have to change some things around. Not only only certain guys who do certain things can make this offense or defense work, right? Like what happened to be Part of me that was excited about Staley was he always talked about a big game on, you know, getting the best out of each player and doing things to maximize their talents. Yet then you come and tell me after every season when they don't perform is, oh, well, the guys weren't just were just not performing in this position. I'm like, well, then change your defense to help them perform better. Like it, you can't have one of the you can't say I'm, I'm maximizing their talent and then saying, well, they just weren't performing like well, that's your fault. You sell them not performing, change something. Don't just keep doing the same thing and hope that they perform one day. We'll see. Like, it just, it bothers me. Um, you know, you know, I've been reading some some hype around Kenneth Murray. If, yeah. Since we're talking about I, defense. I, I reading that a lot today, of, yeah. A lot of people say he's he's really taken that step forward and he's seen things and blah, blah, blah. And they're saying, oh, well, we changed his role and now he doesn't have to do so much. And, and I'm just like, well, why didn't you do that before? Yeah, yeah. Like, why were you throwing him out there yeah. with? There was there was plenty yeah. of evidence that he wasn't managing. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, they and you know, so they signed a a veteran, you know, Hendricks to come out there and take the main priorities of of the of the, of the main linebacker out there, so he could focus on you know certain things. That's great. Why didn't you do that before? Did you not have anybody else who could do it? Like, I I can't believe you didn't have a single linebacker who could manage better than him out there because he was a liability in many areas. So I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to buy into Staley and his system because it just doesn't seem like it works. And and that's my point, John, what I said earlier, you know, there's very few people certainly outside, you know, you speak to the average NFL fan on the street and they'll just say, same old charges, you know, tier tier one quarterback got some plenty of uh, premier 
players on, on all three phases of the game. But actually, when you try and mesh that together and put a win, winning formula together, it's not sustainable. Um, there's three big areas of concern for me with the defence. Can we get a full season out of Joey Bosa? Um, that That is Im- important. Um, will JC Jackson be the player that we, we signed? Um, he's still not 100%. And and the likes of Kenneth Murray, you know, he's he's apparently he's gone away. He's put beef on. He, he does look bigger. He, he does have more physique, but he's still got out. He's still got to go out and make those plays. You know, we're going to be tested in preseason if if Murray plays on Sat uh, on is it Saturday or Sunday against the Saints. You know, because they've they've got a they've got a dude that's coming in, uh, Jamal Williams, on the back of his first thousand yard. Um, seasons, he's going to want to make a name for himself at some point, as will some of the rookies. So there's there's lots of question marks again, but it, it comes down to executing and making sure that we can get three and outs, um, give, giving the offense a chance. Um, but actually, last season, if you looked at it, it was the offense that was sort of letting us down. And what I've read is that that um, you know Joe Lombardi was short circuiting the playbook. You know, he's almost trying to be too creative and, and putting too much on on Herbert and the offense. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see this time round if, as you already alluded to, John, whether or not you know Keller Moore can bring some balance into that um, uh, offense by running the football, you know, and, and supporting Austin Eckler. Um, more more questions and answers now that we sat here talking about this, but it, it you know we've we've got we've got potential. We've just got to step up because at the end of the day. The division still runs through the Chiefs. I mean, and not just the Chiefs as well. I mean, you add in, you add in the new head coach in Denver, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. I don't know if he's going to get anything out of him. I really don't. Is Sean Payton going to have the same effect that Russell Wilson had, which is none? <laughs> Some sort of negative effect. <laughs> yeah. You'll take even more yards away from their offense. Yeah, I'm really disappointed the Broncos didn't keep hold of Melvin Gordon, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we could get some guaranteed turnovers in the red zone. Yeah, so we, we, we can get a, a fumble recovery on, on our own two-yard line. <laughs> I love how it's years later and everyone still hates him in the Chargers, Chargers organization. Unreal. <laughs> Go on, Bess, what were you going to say? Do, do you know what? In, in, in all of this... I just, I just like having questions. I don't like. I want to see who emerges. I want to see who steps up and 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 delivers. You know, I, I, I'm not putting all my eggs in 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 the hope that um, what is it Kendrick? What's his name? Um, Eric uh, comes through and suddenly becomes, you know, the savior of our dreams. I just want to see a sensible scheming. I want to see some takeaways. I want to see a plan and a head coach who puts players even down the, the depth chart, into the position to succeed, right? And that's what I want to see. And we can't that get much worse. That is the worse. definition of coaching, so hopefully as well. Yeah, and we haven't seen any of this. We've, I don't know what has been delivered, but everyone always focuses on Herbert with us. I think we can safely say what's going what's gonna to be provided by the offense this year. We, we know where, what he can do. He's got an extra weapons. He's got speed, a little bit of speed now. We've got a return game potentially, as we saw in the first preseason game. Mr. Davis. Yeah, I'm excited. And I'll tell you what, the mark of a good O is in I'm in a very deep fantasy league, and I've just had to drop Palmer because I just think 
there's so many options and so many mouths to feed. We've got that ability. We've got a decent enough O-line across the board. Slater looks like he's he's on fire in, in, in training. So I don't think we need to focus on the O. I just think all the questions are, can, surprisingly, we have a special team the last year and it should get better. So all the questions are, if we're going to compete, can Staley go from dead last in yards? Was it yards given up? We were dead last over the last three seasons, when you uh, last two seasons when you combine everything Staley's done. So give me a break. Mm, in, interesting takes there, Bez. I mean, are you, are you 100% convinced that our O is going to be on the ball? I mean, obviously, we've got the front five looking healthy and, and, and settled. Um, and that needs to stay like that for obvious reasons. But I'm quite surprised that you're so positive, to be fair, Buzz. <laughs> I know, it's a shock, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I, got, I couldn't sleep the other night, so I ended up on YouTube till about 3am looking at Chargers games. And looking back at Herbert in his first season, right, we have we have punctured Lungate, don't we, game one. Oh. And in comes Herbert. And it was a nice trip down memory lane because you forget some of it. And you watch those games, and what you see is a really poor defence and Herbert having to go along to get us back into games, dropping bombs to Jalen Guyton, just testing the defense, creativity. And then I watched a review of last season, and and we, we talked about the offense and the issues we had, but we just suddenly just that is gone. That creativity, that take a chance, isn't there. And I know we can always make the excuse of the injury in the ribs, and I think there's an element of that. And like Jalen Guyton's injury as well. He yeah, there are there are things there, but I, I just think now with Quentin, we, we're going to have an amazing season of watching him drop incredibly long bomb <laughs> passes. Don't say that, <laughs> John. Uh, I, I, John, do you, do you think should we be concerned by QJ's drops? I, I mean, coming into the draft. People say he can, you know, he can't catch the football unless his body's behind it, you know. And we, we've seen him now. Obviously, he had his touchdown reception. He, he's dropped one. Jamar Chase dropped four in his first preseason outings, and he turned out pretty good. Are we, are we concerned? I mean, not yet. To your point, um, we knew drops were an issue coming in, so you know. Um, I will say I, there is a little bit of concern, just not a lot. Um, you, Jamar Chase, we talked about how he had an atrocious preseason, so many drops, but Jamar Chase didn't really have a drop problem or a history of drops coming into the NFL, right? So something was happening. He was either trying something or experimenting or doing whatever, and he figured it out real quick. So, you know, it's hard to say, like, I can't, I don't want to say that's an apples to apples comparison because we knew coming out of college that there were some technique issues with his with his catchability so you know i i think that these are just you know bumps um for him to get over and you know until the games start you know it, it's a little different right you're, you're going up and you can tell me all day long that these preseason games and these scrimmages and stuff you're going in there you're trying to catch everything you're trying to do whatever like some guys are just better in game you know some guys just in game like that that switch flips yeah and they, they bring it together. So no, I'm not going to worry too much about fake games and practices and stuff like that and drops. 
Um, you know, there's plenty, there's plenty of encouraging stuff that we've seen in practices and plenty of discouraging things. So, you know, to me, it's a wash. I think when the games start and we get, you know, maybe a full season of sample, that's when we can start going, okay, this is a real problem or nah, it's kind of overblown, you know, but ultimately he's never going to be, you know, a sure-handed guy. I don't think, I just think his profile doesn't necessarily match up for that. So that's tough, but I think he can definitely be trusted, trusted enough to catch the ball enough that it's not as big of an issue, right? Some of the greats had some, some random drop issues here and there, and it happens. The hope is just that when he drops them, it's a you know second down random drop in the middle of the second quarter versus a fourth down play at the end of the game to win it, right? Like, you know, there's just the hope is that he can make the catches when it matters most. So we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's going to have to be patient as well because he's obviously behind Keenan and, and Mike Dub. Um, and you're going to see some, like you said, Keenan's not going to be tied to the slot. He's going to be playing on the outside. You know, um, you're, going to, you're going to see Mike Dub uh, hopefully winning some 50-50 balls like, he, like we're used to seeing. So I think QJ is going to... He's slightly under pressure because as he's coming as a is a first overall pick for the Chargers of, of this draft, and he's going to be he's going to be on limited reps, and, and when he gets that opportunity, he's going to have to take it. And, and I think if he starts if he starts the regular season slow, it's going to it could potentially hurt his confidence. But that's why we have head coach. This is why we have head coaches, you know, receiver coaches, offensive coaches, and the seniors around him to actually pick him up and put their arm around him and say, look, get on that jugs machine, basically, you know, go and buy yourself one of them with your, with your, with your rookie salary. But, you know, people say, are we making a, a mountain out of this? Well, it's a talking point, and that's the whole point of football. There's so many different talking points. You could probably spend 24 hours um, looking at all the different permutations. Um, so, you know, let, let's just see how that goes. But... Certainly, a lot more exciting the, the fact that you know we, we've got got Kellen Moore and that's going to going to change things up. I mean, if we go back to last season and and, and Bez's point about you know Chargers videos, the amount of free and outs that we had, it was quite embarrassing to be fair, um, especially you know with with the talent that we've got. But it, it, people can use the excuse of, of ribs and and Keenan was out and Mike Dub was out, all. The other 31 teams go through some sort of a pain barrier or adjustments throughout the season. I'd, I'd love to sit down with every single head coach and say, what percentage of all your premier players were 100% fit and for how long throughout the season? And I bet and I bet that percentage is very low, especially in the, in the National Football League where, you know, it's 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 an aggressive sport. You know, it's a contact it's sport. sport. There's always going to exactly. be knocks. Exactly. You, you, you know, you, you look at the uh, injury report from week one, it'll be plentiful. Hopefully not for the charges. And you've got so, Alohi Gilman right now um, looking a bit banged up, if I remember right. Yeah. Just signed John Johnson. Oh, hold on, wait. Yeah. Back to the Rams, wasn't he? Just poor. I know he wanted to be a starter, but come on. Everyone wanted him. It just made too much sense. Maybe he didn't want to come, but... Now we're going to miss yeah. out, aren't we? Yeah, but unfortunately, I mean, what what's our salary cap at the minute? There's not a lot there, is there? Fifty p and a bag of spice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so a <laughs> dollar and some candy for for all the people living in the states. That's what that translates to. But again, this is for the GM to navigate all that 
sort of stuff. You know, Austin obviously had his, his holdout, whatever you want to call it. Justin's being paid and, and you've got to um, re- react accordingly. But I want to sort of go back to uh, uh, defence uh, slightly and talk, go back to Ke- uh, Kenneth Murray. Um, we've got a new linebackers coach in, in Jeff Howard. Um the fact we've got a new linebacker coach, we've got Anzi that's come in as defensive coordinator. Um, then you've got Kellen Moore on the other side of the football offensive co- uh, coordinator. John, is there a danger that there's been too many changes in the off-season for the Chargers to start hot? Or do you think that the adjustment's there and, and the players, whether they're season pros or, or in their sophomore season, will be able to make those adjustments? They're pros. I don't. I don't have any worries about slow starts. If they have a slow start, it's just because they're coming out the gate slow. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of growing pains. Herbert has shown time and time again he has no problem, uh, you know, adjusting. His his three weapons are all veterans in this league. They've all gone through multiple offensive schemes before this is nothing new for them his uh, offensive line is mostly um is is led by um by a veteran who can kind of keep everybody together and ultimately you know while they're going to be changing up some of their blocking schemes i think for the most part they'll have a pretty good handle on it because they've probably done it in some capacity before it's not gonna be anything new so I, i i'm not too worried about the offense coming out slow uh you know more than anything i'm worried about the defense again right like is it going to perform right like it's it's a lot of the guys are coming back. It's not a new system. Like they have no excuses. So they really need to come back and perform. And that needs to be four quarters of performance, you know, from the whistle to whistle. It can't be, Oh, we played great half a game. The other half a game, we just kind of phoned it in. Yeah, so. this is true. I mean, it's, it's been a couple of seasons now where we've, was it, was it last season where we, we literally didn't score any points in the second mm-hmm. half. Yep. It was just absolute. What, I think some yeah, we, we got in the... the habit of not coming out for the second half. Um, third quarters in particular were just bad for a long stretch of that season. I mean, what one one thing I'm excited about is last season Dallas were the number one ranked team in uh, uh, red zone scoring percentages over seventy percent. Kellermore with the Chargers, we dropped from uh, six ranks in in twenty twenty one to 16th in, in 2022, a bit of a regression uh, for several reasons. But, you know, we, we've got to start putting teams to to the sword um, and not blowing silly 20-point leads, especially in the playoffs. So, yeah, it, it certainly feels like it, it's a new era, but it always does in August. Um, the games can't come quick enough for me now. Um, I mean, even pre-season... I'm excited for the Saints game because I want to see how Dotson gets on. I want to see QJ bouncing back. I want to see Davis, you know, on those punt returns because um, I think they can all replicate that. I don't think that Sunday's, uh, Saturday's performance from last week was necessarily a, a one-off. I'd, I'd like to see a repeat of that. So, and interestingly, I was really surprised at Dennis Allen playing all three starting quarterbacks against the Chiefs for the Saints. So, we could face... Derek Carr at the weekend. How good would it be to see Chris Rumpf or Thule drop him at least three times? That'd be great, wouldn't it? I don't know. He's been quite negative about the Raiders lately, so... Good. That's right. We yeah. love him. <laughs> yes. Well, lo- love, to, love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you, you couldn't make it up, could you? I mean, just just 
let, let's talk about the AFC West. I mean, do we do we really think that the 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 the, the Raiders and and the the Broncos can improve uh, on last season and sort of ch- uh, challenge the, the Bolts for second spot, or do you think it's the season too early? In my opinion. It's a two-horse race, really, for for the AFC West. It's, it's Broncos and Chiefs. Chiefs. It's going to be close. I think it's a <laughs> I think it's a one-horse race for the AFC West. It, it is, yeah, isn't it? It, it legitimately what, is. And then we're kind of just ahead yeah, but, of the rest. But what I'm saying we're just, is, we're, we're just hoping that that horse breaks a leg and we get a chance yeah. to kind of. And by horse, I mean Mahomes. We're just hoping <laughs> Mahomes breaks his leg. So. <laughs> get the voodoo done out, John. Have you guys watched quarterback? I, I refuse to watch it. No. There's a lot you're refusing to watch. You must be sitting there with net, turn Netflix off, twiddling in thumbs in front of the telly every evening. No, I'm not, not I'm watching not that. Watching not watching that. Tap. Like, have you not watched? I said I'm not watching Mahomes. No chance. It's like no way. So he's only on it a bit. I don't care. I'm not watching it. So you know, until they bring out another one with uh, Herbert in it, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I mean, I'm he not wouldn't in... talk anyway. <laughs> yeah. Even if he was in it, good. he'd be in it. He'd be in the background, and then he'd leave. Yeah, it wouldn't be very good. No. Herbert's not not going to be um, quarterback. Sorry. No, no I think Vic Corrion done. Not watching that tap. Not watching that tap. No. <laughs> um, no. Uh, here we go again. Let's let's just hope that we can all stay healthy and you know we've charges too. Of, well, charges too. I mean, there's there's roster cuts to be had between now and and week one. Uh, I'll be in Mexico for week one, uh, Dolphins. So, uh, Bez, you have to dial me in again. I'll be in a bar somewhere doing the podcast. Uh, drunk as possible, please. Are you taking your own mug on this trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it charges? Yeah, look at it. I've got him nailed. Week one, he'll be there. Hey, rum, I'll have a rum, senor, and he'll be there slurring over our defeat to whoever we're playing in week one. Miami. Oh, yes, Miami, isn't it? Miami. Miami, Miami Lions. Lions. The Miami Lions. That's the new team. Detroit Dolphins. Oh, don't. We've had some controversy with other QBs. I have a little story to tell, actually. Yeah. I think it's appropriate to tell. So, you know, the, the, the round version of football um, yes. that we have over Perfect. here. Yeah, soccer ball. Got, soccer ball. Um, so, you know, John, was and I are Wednesday fans. Sheffield Wednesday, right? Historic Sorry. team. Typically... The team I hate the most is Sheffield United, the big rivals, which is fine. There are other teams around that I despise. However, there is a new number one team that I cannot stand, despise, and hope never wins another game, and that is Birmingham City. Why, gentlemen, do I hate Birmingham City? A certain Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. What? What's he doing? They can't even say the word. Go on, John, can you say the name of this team in that very American accent that none of you can say the way it's pronounced. Birmingham. Alabama. <laughs> Birmingham. Just I have oh, no yeah. clue what he's doing. Is this, is this team up in Alabama? Because that's what I, I, I didn't know was up in that in that England. I mean, area. Tampa's not a million miles away. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't get I don't get what he's doing. I really don't get what he's doing. Just an odd investment. The championship you make, you just lose hand over fist with money. The investment needed is just ludicrous. And a team with no growth potential in terms of a fan base, just odd, very odd choice. So I despise them. Yeah, well, I've been to the St. Andrews. It's it's not a nice stadium. In fact, pretty much like 70 to 80% of all English soccer grounds, they're not good. As, as John will find out if he, if he comes over to England, uh, you'd be like, what the heck? I've been to high school stadiums that are better than this. And I am not kidding. <laughs> 
Just ask, just, just ask uh, Mr. King there about the old Colchester ground. Oh, it's called the local park. What a place that was. That was terrible. That that would have been. Closed it was down terrible, the but in the best way. That would that would have been closed <laughs> down. The, the city, uh, the uh, city authority in the states should have put a big chain round and said, "Close the public." I mean, you could essentially reach from the front row of the stands and touch the pitch. John, no, that from, is sensational. I love that about football. I do. John, from your so your side of the the the, the world. Across the pond, what's the uh, local community? Chargers fans, what's the hype over there, or even amongst the the Texans fans? Um, I think it's the same same thing that you get every year. Is hey, they got a good team, they're talented, but you know, are they going to choke? Are they going to charger? Right? It's just, I think you get the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, Texas is pretty split here because there's obviously around a lot of Cowboys fans. And about half of them think Kellen Moore was a problem, but half of them don't. So, you know, you know, so the ones that think Kellen Moore wasn't the problem think that we got a good one and, you know, the Chargers are going to do what they couldn't do here in Dallas, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the ones who think he sucks say, hey, you guys screwed up again and you guys are going to choke again because blah, blah, blah. Uh, I mean, it's hard to compare, obviously, because Dak Prescott is the most average of average quarterbacks. Um, who has definitely who has real decision making problems? Um, so you know, Herbert is far and away a better quarterback. So maybe just a better quarterback would have made the Cowboys better. I don't know. So, anyways, I, I think it's you know it, until the Chargers win something, I think it's always going to be they have a talented team on paper, like every year, but they just don't have what it takes to win. And I think that's just the common sense, you know. So we'll see if it changes. You know, if they win something, it, it could change the narrative. But uh, until they win something, it's just going to be the same narrative over and over again. Yeah, we, we need some greatness. And obviously, I'm sat here in the old Rivers uh, uh, Navy jersey, Navy cap, in in paying respects to the great tight end, Antonio Gates, who's going to be inducted into Chargers Hall of Fame. Did you, did you all see the video yesterday? When he went spoke to the team, and then obviously Mr. Spanos come out. I thought he was said, making a comeback, signing for the team for one season. Well, to be, do you know what? I actually said to somebody at work, he could probably still do a job. He'd probably still score five or six touchdowns uh, with, with with Herbert on the field. Um, you just walk into the end zone and just box people out. Is it just turn around? Done. Could Could you imagine if we had somebody of his ability on the roster right now? Just to add another dimension. We got we got Donald Parham. I don't know what you mean. My Donald. boy. Got got a pass the other day. He, he he did. He did. He's not quite Antonio Gates, but you know, I'm, yet. I'm sure. yet. <laughs> he, he's gonna have to do some blocking if we're uh, if we're gonna be successful this season. But no. Let, let's see what happens. But yeah, great news for Antonio Gates. Um, it's quite an emotional video that, and um, it was great to see all the players on their feet. You know, acknowledging the uh, commitment they gave to, the, you know, the NFL and obviously to the San Diego and LA Chargers. So uh, yeah, guys, the season is ramping up very very quickly. Um, Saints this weekend. Does it matter if we win? Do we just want to see some individual performances, Bez? Both would be nice. Just win, destroy them, injure all the other teams, and uh, and and then just celebrate like you've won the lottery. Sounds good to me. John, 
Uh, you know, I just I want to see two things. I want to see Easton Stick light it up again, look like a good quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and I want to see Quentin Johnson haul in a better percentage of his passes. So, you know, uh, I think if I see those two things, those will make me happy. Um, but ultimately, staying healthy is the only thing I really care about more than anything yeah. else. Dan, any thoughts on, on the weekend? Exactly that. Exactly that. I don't care if we win. I don't care if anyone plays great. I just want us to get through it and be that one week closer to the real thing. Yeah, I think I, I'm more on Bez's page. I want to see some good performances. Um, run for, I'd like to see uh, Chris you know, have, have an impact to the game and, and, and Kenneth Murray, if he's going to get some game time, uh, because th- those are the players that will make splash plays you know, down the regular season when when we need it, you know, um, because for one thing's for sure, we need to stop the run and we need to stop tackling fresh air, which is what's been happening over the last couple of seasons. So, you know, lots to look forward to. Um, hopefully we're sat here next week, talk about a new clean bill of health, a, a new, uh, another MVP, uh, game ball. Uh, okay, obviously did, did the, did the, uh, business last weekend, and he had a couple of uh sacks in uh practice as well, so all good. Any final points, gents? Yeah, I won't be here next week. I'll be on a beach in Turkey in 36 degree weather, and uh, you know, I'll come and tell you all about it when I uh, come back the week after. Are you not dialing in? I'm pretty sure the internet's about as reliable as in Lancashire, so probably not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you say that, you probably find that UK's probably got the worst internet in Europe. Likely story. Dan, any final points from you? And I'm just excited for the middle of September. Have you got a new hat for the new season? I think I have. I, I saw you tweet out earlier that I'd got a new hat, or that I'd likely have a new hat. I'm yeah. fairly certain I've bought one since the season ended. I mean, we're 50 minutes in and John hasn't even mentioned coffee yet. What's what's new with the coffee front, John? <laughs> Uh, nothing new, uh, just, you know, doing my usual thing, um, in the middle of a weight loss program right now. So, so, uh, basically just drinking plain coffee. I will say this, we went to Tennessee to visit some family and there's a place in Tennessee in Franklin called, uh, the frothy monkey delicious. Check it out if you're ever in Franklin, but, uh, they have this banana syrup and, you know, generally I like a little vanilla or a little, little cinnamon or something. It's just a little punch of flavor. But basically, if you do oat milk, cinnamon, and a little bit of this banana syrup, it's like it's like drinking a banana. It's like eating a banana muffin that you've dipped in your coffee. It is wow, amazing. I've never amazing. heard a more American sentence than what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Look, honestly, I, I I mostly just drink americanos, but every once in a while, when I want to have some fun, we uh we go we, we go all out here. So. Um, I'll, I'll get some pictures out for you guys to see it. Oh, yeah. Back Look to forward to that. Yeah, the old weight loss. I'm on that. I've, I've since June. I think I've I've done just under a thousand kilometers, uh, nearly six hundred miles. Riding for charity this month for prostate cancer, and then I've got a hundred miler on the third of September, the morning after my offline draft. So, could end with two headaches by the uh, end of uh, that Sunday, and then that then marks a week before. The season kicks off. Who's the first game of the season? Regular season. Miami Lions. Shut up. <laughs> we, get to a, we get to a week one. No, who's who's the, who's the, who's kicking off the season? The regular season. Which two teams? Oh. I can't remember. I mean, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. 
Team A and Team B. Team I don't a. care about. I think, I think they're playing. I think they're playing a pretty bad team actually. I think they're giving them like a an easy kind of win for a Thursday night or something. Right, right. Raiders, Raiders. Yeah, yeah no. good, wouldn't it? Yeah, Mahomes gets off the coach and rolls his ankle or something. High ankle sprain. Out for six. Weeks. Oh, I hope it's the Lions. It'd be nice for them to play the Lions week week one. I'm excited about the Lions uh, this year. I hope. Well, yeah, uh, well, I, I hope they bite. I hope they what? bite his kneecap. What? Bite his on? kneecap off. <laughs> get kneecap surgery. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Everybody's going on about the Lions, and I'm not buying it. I mean, they've got Jared Goff. What else do you need to know? And I drafted Jamal Gibbs in my fan, in my sleeper league, my dynasty league. So you know, I'm all aboard that train. Well, eighth of September it is the it is the Lions, so people can hype on them. I, I might actually support the Lions. You got Come on, guys! Where can we find you on socials? It's been a while, Bez. I think I've forgotten. Where am I at? Oh, at no. Charged Up Pod and at Bez the Spaniard. Damn. Uh, UKLA Chargers. If I ever remember to switch to that account, otherwise at Blue Amolga. Don't add a droid airs hashtag audible chocolate. You can get me at endzone85 and at charged up underscore bolts, which is uh, run by myself and John. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to uh, subscribe, share, get your questions in. If you want to come on as a guest, come on. Just make sure you're wearing charges gear, or you'll end up with nasty fines like Bez's. Bez's I'm one and done, mate. This this is just. I knew it. Right, you, you, right. You've got to, you've got to keep. Right, this is a new rule. Regular season only. You've, you, you've got to wear a Chargers jersey from now until we lose our first game of the regular season. Oh, good. So I just have to wear it once. I'll be fine. <laughs> Such a pessimistic. So and so, you've been listening to Chargers at Bolts, and you've been bezed. This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.